Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your GM. Hold on. Hold on, man. I got a call real quick. Hello? No. No, you still have to face Alex Kane. Yes, I know he's a suplex assassin. Yes, I know you're going to go to Suplex Island. I don't care if you don't want to face him. You did not want to listen to my booking, did you not? Well, guess what? You're going to Suplex Island. You got a first flight ticket. Goodbye. Huh, now, like I was saying, it's him. It's him. It's your boy. It's the GM Classic. That's right. It may be AM, maybe PM, but it's the same old GM. But look, I just want to tell you, though. You see how I just booked that match right there? <laughs> it was fire, right? But guess what? You can book some great stuff, too. But I'm not talking about matches. No, no, no. That's my job. But you can book some great tickets to some great events. You want to go to SummerSlam? <laughs> Do you want to go to WrestleMania? Do you want to go to Royal Rumble? <laughs> well, guess what? Just check out Megaseat.com. That's right. www.megaseat.com. They hook you up with some great tickets for some low, low, great prices. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss it, but just listen up. First of all, when you go to www.megaseats.com, don't forget to tell them that the GM sent you. That's right, the GM or RSM. And then just remember this, there's no service fee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's right, you heard it right. No service fees added to your little cost. No, no, and then there's no shipping fees either. Did we send your tickets right to you? Boom, you got it. No audition. But look, you need to listen to this part. Listen closely. Now, if you don't listen, you might get suplexed with the next fella. You got to put in the promo code SSAW Network at checkout and you get 10% off. That's right. You heard it right. 10% off. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not even 5%. And you know Big E love that five count. I had him on the phone yesterday. But no, no, no. I'm talking about 10% off your cost. But all you got to do again is put in SSAW Network at checkout. Go to megaseats.com. Get your tickets today. You never know. I might see you at an event. <laughs> Peace. Yo, yo, what it do, what it do, you already know the name, it's him, it's him, it's your boy, it's the GM, it's the K-L-A-S, you know my mama tried to stop me, she asked me, hey man, why you spell classic with a K, I said mom, cause your boy is so sick, that's right man, it's your boy classic here, and yo, we, we just had to have, about to have a good day on man, we got the crew here, it look like it's an all fellas day, uh, we got, we, we, we got the professor in the house, professor how you feeling? Well, first off, a couple of things, man. To our ringside family, thank you for getting us to 3,000. Yes, you know, sir. It's a beautiful feeling. Then on top of that, we get to celebrate okay. our 100th episode with a very special guest. So, you know, I'm excited. It's a century mark. Go. Yes, yes. Let's go. And you know, you probably can't see him, but I know you can hear him. It's our boy. It's the FM ghost himself. Yo, t- talk to the people. Just let them know how you're doing. They, they can't see you, but they can hear you. Let them know how you're doing. I'm doing great, but I'm so sad that the public school system failed you. 
classic never been spelled with a K. I don't care where you're from. Not even in the South. So uh, I'm just sad that the public schools failed you the way they did. Um, but it's your boy, Philo, a.k.a. SMG. Uh, the social media goes. Um, uh, I want to let everyone know, again, thank you for our, our streams. We are blessed uh, to be here. Um, I am incredibly honored to be in front of you all. But even more of that, uh, of our guests that we have here with us, um, I'm incredibly excited to hear from him, hear what he has to share with us. And uh, I know this will be an awesome and dope experience. First of all, the school system didn't fail me. I made this choice to put a so K you in there. Yourself. No, yeah, no, I didn't. Thank you. I was about to so say you made the choice to be illiterate. Okay, fail. that makes sense. It, 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 it's, right. it's actually not a fail. It's actually not a fail. Okay, do you know how many classics there in this world? You know they already. Been, you, know, you know they already okay. believe that black men can't read. So they go ahead, go ahead with that story. Okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> but well, there's some that choose not to. Okay, okay. <laughs> I really don't want to make but, our guests blush, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that, and I'll be a cowardly heel today, even more so. But, spe- but speaking of choices, you know, we got a man that that chose. You know, he wanted to be a champion, and he became champion. We got mm-hmm. our Mister Know It All champion, Mister yeah. Million Dollar Mac himself. Yeah. My partner, Mister Mac Tess Ford, right here. Yeah. The heel or heel himself, man. Yeah. Tell him how you're feeling, Mister MDL. Oh, bro. champ is me. Champ is me. Champ is also you, viewers, listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. You are definitely champion status right along with me, but back in character I go. Hey, man, wrestling is 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 on fire right now every other which way. But today I just might be a cowardly heel because our guest today, our guest today, hey, anything you need, I'm on your side. I don't, I don't, I don't want no problems and no issues whatsoever. GM, I second that. GM, let me second anything. Man, let let them know who we got in the house today, right now, man. Look here, look, we we got we got a straight legend in the house today. Uh, Like I mean, I I say straight, I mean straight out legend in the house, and also he is an innovator, but not an innovator of anything. He's the innovator of sports terrorism and look if, if you don't know what that means trust me we're gonna get into that today but also th- this might be the most violent man you ever met in your life but also the most nicest but still we're gonna we're gonna stick to the violence because today all violence is legal we got the, the the current pcw tag team champion we got a former nwa world champion that's why he held the 12 pound of gold and he said it was so heavy but hey he was able to pick it up every day baby that's right we have the almighty Sheik, man. Man, come on, just say what's up to the people. Let them know how you're doing. Just just don't burn us with a fireball, please. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah no, 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 please. Just, we, please yeah, we don't want that. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Hey, that was, a, that was a hell of an entrance, man. Thank you so much. Happy 100th episode. It's an honor to come and, and celebrate with you guys. I was enjoying all, all the banner in the front. And uh, yeah, man, <laughs> we're going to have a good time tonight. I brought the beer. Come on now. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Let's go. Hey, we got beers, we got red cups, man. I tell you, look, all violence is legal, all language is legal. There, there, there's no telling what you're gonna hear today. All right. So, but but the first question I got for you though is when we were talking about being the innovator of sports terrorism, like what inspired you to get into just 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 violent matches? What 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 just inspired you to go into sports terrorism and what does that mean? What does it mean to you? Well, I mean, I, what inspired me to get into violent matches was Bruiser Brody, uh, Abdullah the Butcher, the original mm. Sheik, 
Terry Funk, Kevin Sullivan, um, the, you know, those were guys that, that when I, when I came up and I saw those guys as a fan, those are the guys that made, you know, that did something to me. They moved me, you know? So, uh, those are the guys I identified with as a kid, as a teenager, I, I was always in like some pits and always fighting and always in, you know, bad situations. And, and, and I, I got a kind of a sadistic reputation. <laughs> so when I got into professional wrestling, I kind of gravitated right towards that type of work. And I noticed that um, it really evoked emotion from the people, you know? So um, it was just something that was natural to me and, and something that worked for me and something that I, I made a career almost 25 years at. Nice, that nice. is amazing. I, I tell you, man, look, with, with, with everything violent you had done, I, I say the, the two nicest violent people I've ever seen is you and Mick Foley. I like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's dope, man. Well, we we get it all out, you know what I mean. So so we we never we never walk around like this because man, we get it all out all the time. So it's all good. Take it's, all, it's all happy. It's all happy. <laughs> nice. I might need to take. I need. I might need to take that advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she. Um. How did you get your name from from Sabu? I'm, I was real curious because I know I was reading up on it. You know, he gave you his blessings to use it. So I was like, how did that happen? That's, that's dope, so, that's uh, you know, I'm, I'm real old school. I got trained the right way. And um, when I first came up, you didn't really get to pick your name. You know, I, I broke into wrestling business in 1998. And, you know, that was a lifetime ago, man. It was a, just a different world. Um, and uh, we walked out there and, and, and they were like, you guys are the market crashers. Okay. Uh, so we were the market crashers for years. And then my partner, I was in a tag team and my partner decided he didn't want to wrestle anymore. So gravitating towards that sadistic character, I felt like it was time for me to break out and be that bruiser Brody, Abdullah butcher kind of a character. Uh, so I thought, you know, I'm kind of racially ambiguous, you know, nobody really knows what I am. So some people think I'm Middle Eastern. Some people think I'm Italian. Some people think I'm Spanish. You know, so I thought that, you know, whenever I was in Puerto Rico or Mexico or any of these places, I always kind of blended in. So I thought because of that, uh, you know, I, I could do this Middle Eastern character. It was very topical at the time. Um, you know, two, I broke in in 98, 9-11 was 2001. So I was real old school. I still am real old school. I always will be. Um, I went to Sabu and I asked him if I could use the name out of respect. If he would have said no, I wouldn't have done it. So I went to him and I asked him. I had you know, run towns with him in Puerto Rico before we had driven miles together. So I had a, a little rapport with him. So I went and asked the man and I came at him correct. And, and, and he said, you know, no problem, do what you got to do. And uh, the rest is history, man. And I, and I, and I ran with it. And, and, you know, I, th I'd like to think that I did the name justice. I like to think that I just wasn't another guy doing it. You know, I, I actually uh, brought prominence to the name. I, I brought some world, you know, legit world championships to the name. So, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I think it all worked out good for both sides. Oh, definitely. I don't think I'm getting any more legit than that 12 pound of gold. I'm like, that's that, that, that man, you want to talk about pro wrestling? That's that's history Respect. right there. So, that's most definitely. Well, you know, the, real quick about that the, the NWA championship, um, nobody ever held the NWA championship and the AWA championship, and technically, I did because, right. uh, Zero one ended up mm -hmm. that you know pulling in that championship, and then they right. had the AWA belt, and they they used it as their championship. And I wrestled uh, main event in Cork and Hall against uh, 
uh, Yoji Sai, and I ended up defeating him for the zero one belt, which was the AWA championship. So I got that little uh, little uh, uh, tidbit in my history, which is pretty cool, man. You know, I got I ended up holding both titles at the same time. Actually, tell me about what it's like being a professional wrestler when it's time to live regular life and you're out and about, you're coming across fans, people who may recognize you, people who don't like, how do you carry yourself in that life? What is it like? You know, um, I'm just real, dude. So I never, you know, bought into the gimmick. I always had a grounded lifestyle. Um, you know, I knew that when I was out on the road, it was time to work. And I, that's another reason why I've been around so long. I didn't get really, you know, I drank some beers, you know, I, I hung out and stuff like that, but I, I never really got caught up and I never got a huge, crazy ego and, and all that stuff. Cause that stuff just, uh, it destroys a person, you know? So I always had, I had my wife, I've, I've been married now for, uh, since 2003, um, been together for 20 years, been, been married 18 years. So I always had a good nice. home life and stuff. Whenever I'd go out, and, and people would, would see me, man, I'd be honored, man. I, and, and I'd always be very gracious with fans because man, how could you not be? I mean, I don't understand the mentality of, of being bothered or this. I mean, I can understand if, if you're Brad Pitt and, and it's coming at you from every, every <laughs> angle, every second, you know what I mean? I can, I get that. I, I didn't have that luxury, you know, but you know, when fans would come out and notice me or, you know, pay some respect to me or something, or tell me, Hey, you know, I like what you did or this and that, man, I was just flattered. And, and I would give them my time, you know, because because these are people that support me, you know. So uh, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to make a living. Oh, man. It's definitely good to hear that. I mean, because like you said, you do come across certain individuals and they're just like very standoffish or it's just, oh, my God, you recognize me. I don't want to be bothered today, that mm. type of thing. But when you're in this type of business, as far as entertainment is concerned, you kind of have to like, you know, be that type of person that's like, well, let me just give my fans this because who knows? It may change their life. It may set them off in a different direction, anything. It's it's all about approach, too. I mean, if somebody comes up to me and, and they approach me, you know, in a certain way that, you know, if somebody approached me in my in my personal life that way, I wouldn't have none of it. Well, I'm not going to have mm. none of it that way either. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're going to disrespect me or act like you own me or, or say something silly. Well, then, you know, I'm a man, you know, so, so, uh, you know, I'm not going to, you know, just cower violence at that my point. fans, I own my fans, but most of my fans, they always come to me with respect and they're always really cool. And, you know, they don't want to get fireballed. They don't want to get spiked. So, so they come at me pretty correct. And, and we, I, I, I always am gracious and, and I, I usually have just great experiences every once in a while you get that guy and, and, you know, it's, but you know, it's few and far between in the industry. Uh, you, you have the pedigree, awesome guy, excellent wrestler. Uh, could you share with us, you know, in throughout your career, what would you say was your best match and what was your worst? And why were those your best and worst match? Well, I would have to say my, my, my best match was probably... Um, with uh, Jacob Fatu against the Lucha Brothers. And, and, ah. and I think that was the best Ooh. match because Ooh. it was just so natural. The finish went mm. off without a hitch. It was, it was just really, really fun. The audience mm -hmm. was there. I mean, it was, it was a really, really thick atmosphere. I, I don't really care that much. And this is going to sound, you know, probably not going to sound that great. I don't care about moves. I, I care about this feeling we bring. I care about the mood. I care about the vibe of that match. 
and I care about the finish. Obviously, I want the match to go well. Um, so you're not big on spots. Well, I'm not big on spots because well, um, unless they mean something, I'm big on vibe. Like I like that big entrance and like when there's something to fight for and like the crowd is into it and they want to see it because when stuff is like that and the atmosphere is like that, as performers, we grow. You know, it's just really, for me personally, it really, really feeds what I'm doing. If, if the match doesn't really mean anything or nothing like that, then I've got to kind of orchestrate that feeling. I, I got to, you know, and that's, that's cool too. Some nights I got to build that. Uh, but when it's, when it's there already and the people are biting and they're biting hard and they want it, oh man, that's, that's amazing. Um, as far as my worst match, um, I would probably say, it was in a tournament uh, in Australia. And the reason why it was my worst match is because the guy I was wrestling was really, really impatient. And um, I was getting heat off the people. And, you know, the people in, in Australia are, they don't mess around, man. They're, they're Define what impatience looks like. Well, he, 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 went, he went and did something before he was supposed to. And what was happening was I was getting heat off the people. And okay. I'm, a, I'm a slow, methodical heel. So as okay. the people, I read the people. I'm more ad-lib when I'm out there. I don't go okay. and I, I, don't, I don't do all this stuff and call all these things. I'm very ad-lib. So I feel off the people. And if the people are, they're wanting to yell, well, then I'm going to take a second and I'm going to give it to them. And I'm going to pull it out. And then when the, just when the time's right, I'm going to switch it. You know, so, so I was reading the people and the people wanted to do something and I was playing with them. And he was impatient. He jumped on me before I had turned around and he spun me around and uh, just ripped all the ligaments in my ankle and mm. uh, broke the outer bone in my leg. And I've mm. only been hurt twice in wrestling. And, and that was mm. one of them. First time I was hurt, I was in Puerto Rico. The second time I was hurt, I was in Australia. So both times have been far away from home. Uh, but this time in particular was a bad injury. And I had to stay in Australia for like, I don't know, like weeks I had to get oh, wow. surgery there and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah, that was my yeah. worst because the match didn't finish. The guy didn't listen. We had wrestled the night before and he came back and he was like, holy crap, you're right. It's so easy. And, and like he was following me the next night. He he forgot everything and, and, and went back to his old ways. And, and then he was just impatient. And, you know, wow. I should have been you know, this was a, a while ago. I, I should have been watching him more. I, I trusted him a little too much, but that's what we do in this business. You know, we, we, we put our bodies on the line and we sometimes we do dangerous things and get hurt, but sometimes we get hurt and it's out of our control, you know, and, and that's really, that's, I mean, like I said, I've only been hurt twice in this business. One was my fault and, and one was the other guy's fault. So in almost 25 years, you'd like to say that I'm pretty careful, you know, so, right. so that, you know, I, I, you know, only had two surgeries, which is, you know, guys, guys that have been in as long as me, they're, they're usually not that lucky to say that. So, right. Right. So with that, how, how much of it would you, what's the typical code when if someone injures you, is there, do they reach out to you DM? Do they come to the, the, the hospital room? Do they, are there guys that make an effort to kind of come in and apologize for the spot? Or is it kind of like, hey, it's the business? Okay. No, guys are guys, you know, nobody wants to hurt anybody else. And and you're you're in front of all your peers in the back. You know, you never want to hurt anybody. Um, you know, but but yeah, guys typically they they'll they'll, you know, it depends on your character. 
You know what I mean? If it was me and I hurt somebody, you know, of course I would, I would feel terrible. You know, I would, I, to be honest, I've only hurt one person in my career and it was recently. And, and, um, it was, it was just, uh, a day that was a whirlwind. We didn't have a lot of space. We did something and I ended up busting somebody open with a chair and um, I had never hurt anybody, but man, I was sick, man. I, I was, I was, you know, you know, messaging them, texting them, calling them, you know, and just, you know, just hoping that they don't, A, they're, they're okay. B, they don't think I suck, you know, God, this guy's reckless. You know what I mean? I, I don't want anybody to think that you know, after you find out they're okay, you're like, oh man, you know, you feel, you know, you feel like you would, you would imagine you feel, you know what I mean? You don't want to hurt anybody, you know? So yeah, it sucks sometimes, but it is what it is. It's the business. It is the business, you know? So, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta be very, very careful. That's the thing with the youth is when you're wrestling younger guys, they have a completely different mentality than somebody that's been on the road for, for as long as I have, you know? I want to get home. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't, right, and, right. and every single time I wrestle, I don't want to be on back on the plane or in the car beat to hell. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My style looks very, very brutal, but it's very controlled and, and for right. me, you know what I mean? And, and so, so I don't typically get hurt, you know? Right. So, so, so yeah. So I, I, uh, I like to be careful with people and I like people to be careful with me because, right. you know, we only got one body. It's, it's a straight controlled chaos and I, yes. I love it yes yes so and you know that that's that's actually a big you know a big thing to say like 25 years in the business you know like i said through bumps and bruises only you know only injured twice that's you know that's big and um mm -hmm. seeing how through your career you already kind of you broke some barriers like you said like have, having the uh, two championships at the same time um there's also a certain barrier that 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 we have nowadays called a forbidden door Mm -hmm. And so my question is, in, in uh, while, while you're still, you know, in your career, you, you know, you still, you know, you're still hitting on all cylinders. Is there any other promotion that you want to terrorize while you're still kicking at it? Well, you know, um, I'm a lifer. You know, I, I've given my life to professional wrestling. Uh, the first time I saw it, I knew I was going to do it for the rest of my life. Um, and I was just waiting to the time I got to do it. And as soon as I got to do it, I knew I was never going to, I was never going to uh, lose hold of it. So, um, you know, the answer is yes. I, I love to go anywhere. Um, it's always, you know, the time is right. The place is right. Decimals in the right point. You know what I mean? And, and all that stuff. So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm still, um, my body isn't as young as my mind. I think I'm more of an asset behind the scenes. Um, I'm also, you know, I think I'm an asset on the microphone. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, so, so yeah, I would love to be a special attraction or something where I'd wrestle once in a while or, you know, do something almost like an Abdullah the Butcher, you know, something like that. And, but, but man, I, I'm a lifer in pro wrestling. I, I want to build it. Like I, I like, that's why I have PCW Ultras because, I like to build this thing, you know, I, I like to take this from the ground level and build a monument to professional wrestling with the most talented people that I can find, you know, so, you know, it, it's, I'm 100% focused on PCW Ultra, but I'd also entertain going anywhere else. I don't think, uh, and, and, you know, uh, I hate saying things like this out loud because people say, oh, bull crap, or, you know, whatever, but I really don't want to go anywhere that's going to keep me on the road every single week. You know, I mean, I, I, yeah. I would maybe, you know, it's like, uh, 
I kind of carved my life out the way I want it to be, you know? So I don't, I, I look at, you know, I look at wealth as, you know, having the freedom to do what I want. And, you know, I don't really want to disrupt that freedom. You know, I, I really love my life. I really love my family. I love, I travel a lot um, uh, with my, with my wife. So, you know, I, I wouldn't want to disrupt that and say, oh my God, I, every single day I got to be doing wrestling. I got to be flying here, there, and this and that. I feel like I've earned it to where I can step back a little bit. That's why I really love PCW Ultra um, as far as a project, because I can, I can rev the gas. I can put the brakes on. I can go right. I can go left. I can go up. I can go down. It's, it's all under my control. So I get all of my wrestling fix and I think it's a pretty amazing place. You know, I, I think it's it really done. Right. It's amazing. very, very, very small, but it feels and looks very big. big if you, yes, if, yes. if anybody knew how tiny this thing was, this is PCW Ultra right here. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Wow. It's, it's, it's this um, me right here, you know, and, and then the day of the show, everybody comes and, and, and we run it, you know what I mean? But this thing is tiny. And, and the fact that, Terry Funk's been there, Stan Hansen, the great yeah. Muda, Pentagon, uh, Rob Van Dam has been our champion. I mean, yeah. Rob Van Dam was there for years. I mean, just to have all these guys, uh, you know, and, and all the female wrestlers and the luchadors and, and just everybody that's been, uh, you know, in our ring, it's, you know, it's the who's who of wrestling. And, yeah. and I'm very, very proud of that. You know, I'm very, very proud of, of what we've built there. And you know what? While, while you're on it, uh, uh, with PCW, because because I, I know the two things that I that I absolutely I, I know I absolutely love you in, and I know you from if you know other than NWA is PCW right now mm -hmm. and Contra and yeah. MLW. and so so just speak on the energy that you get from from P, from PCW and also MLW because it, it seems like they have the same type of energy, just like you know like like real. I don't want to say real wrestling fans, but real, like, just, just, I love real wrestling. I just want to be a wrestling yeah. fan. You know, there's a, there's a realistic aspect to it. It's, it's like wrestling from the seventies and the eight, well, before the cartoon era, it's more like, right. it's oh, more nice. like, you know, like Florida championship wrestling was mid-south, mid but, but Florida championship wrestling really influenced Puerto Rico. And Florida Championship mm -hmm. Wrestling really influenced ECW. It's that, it's that storytelling with violence and color right. and 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 characters, yeah. uh, realistic angles, real you know uh, hard hitting matches. Like you're gonna see very very technical stuff. Like you're gonna see the Timothy Thatchers. You're gonna see the the smooth guys like Swerve and 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 all these types yeah. of wrestlers. And then you're going to see like War Beast and Jacob Fatu and, and, and the Sheik and, and, and you're going to see the, you know, just the best of the best, but every single style, the full spectrum of wrestling. So that to me is, is like uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. You know, it's, it's, it's that 80s era, that 70s, 80s era of wrestling, not the WWF cartoon style, um, which, you know, is great too. I, I really loved the Macho Man back then. I really loved Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I almost got to work with the Macho Man. I was in Puerto Rico when he was doing stuff in Florida. And then when I got back from Puerto Rico, the stuff he, had, he was doing in Florida had, had, had died out. It was back when 
the internet was early on and they were doing like these web TV things where it was like internet wrestling. And, you know, it, it was just what people would do early on and it never really caught on anywhere. And the business was really different back then too, as far as the internet. Like if you'd make a website or something, the old timers would get mad at you. They'd be like, what are you doing? Who do you think you are? Like, why are you making like, what do you don't know, like, they didn't understand. in the business. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't understand the internet back then. They didn't realize what a how much it was going to explode wrestling. You know, especially the indies. It actually like the internet allowed the independents to bubble up that where they never had bubbled up before. Like it, it the independents are, are just rocking right now. It's like like it's never been in my career. You know, and, and I've been around for a few decades, so it's 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 pretty crazy. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, I'm I'm gonna stick with the theme of uh, PCW and MLW. How did you and Jacob Fatu come up with War Beast and Contra? Because like, man, this is brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> so genius. So uh, War Beast uh, is was my concept, and uh, Kevin Sullivan basically mentored me. Kevin Sullivan taught me everything that I know about booking, about everything about wrestling. So War Beast is kind of homage to the Kevin Sullivan character. And um, I had taken the almighty Sheik as far as I thought I could take it. And I wanted to turn into this. Uh, I just wanted to be closer to myself. And, and, and um, so I started doing this war beast thing. At first I had Brody King. It was me and Brody King. And then Jacob uh, was the third. And then Brody wanted to wrestle singles. And Jacob was like, Hey, who's what? what's up with the world i want to be with you and i was like oh, okay so then me and jacob switched to the tag team and we just got on man and 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 it was just such a uh just such a, a magical dynamic we were just so different that it worked you know and um you know jacob came in just i mean just so talented i had to lace him up on a few business things but he's all straight now. Like he, he just, he, he was just young, you know, he hadn't experienced certain things. So I'd lace him up and on some stuff that he hadn't experienced yet, stuff to look out for stuff that's around the corner, you know, and, 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 uh, but man, his talent was just blew my mind every time I saw it. So I came up with the Warby's concept and then MLW, uh, I guess they liked what PCW Ultra was doing. So basically they started kind of pulling guys out of, out of uh, PCW Ultra. They got Hammerstone, they got me and Fatu. And, and they came to me with a concept uh, that was like a Suzuki gun. And look, I don't really watch wrestling, to be honest. Like I, I watch like old school wrestling. Like I'm not really a fan of anything that's newer. And I don't mean that like I just... Just if I want to watch wrestling, I watch Harley Race. I watch Bruiser Brody. I yeah. just I like yeah, that's, okay. that's just what I like. It's like music. Okay. You know, if I, I listen to music I like, so I'm not listening to like new pop music or nothing like that. It's just not my thing. So um he, it was like Suzuki Gun or something like that. And I, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't even know what that was. So we got kind of picked for contra unit, like almost like actors would get picked for a movie, right? Oh, so they're wow. just like, hey, we're gonna do this, this, and this and that. And then um I wasn't even supposed to be the leader. Like I was just coming in and me and Jacob were a tag team or whatever. And then mm. I just started spitting on the mic and they were like, Oh shit. Like really? And I was like, yeah, man, <laughs> that's what we're doing. And then, I, and then uh, I just kind of made my spot, you know? And I, and I just, I just kept 
acting like the leader and I just became this leader. And then I just kind of morphed into this kind of like a, almost like a Pablo Escobar kind of, you know, character, like an underworld crime character. And, you know, the concept was pretty loose when we started. And to be honest, like the first, I mean, probably the first six months, I didn't even know what it was. Like, I was just like, I don't know what they want us to do. Like, I don't even know what it was. And then we just kind of formed into this thing. And then uh, there was some of the stuff was, was a little hokey, you know, it was like, but I just committed to it. And then the fans would be like, man, you know, this concert unit is like the stuff they're doing is crazy, but like Samael is like committed to this stuff. So it's actually working. So because we committed to it and we acted as if it was the shit and it was real and we were these guys, it just worked, man. We just, in the business, there's this saying of, you know, you got to believe your own bullshit if, if you want the people to believe yeah. what you're doing, you know? So that's what we did. We went out there and we believed it. And then the people believed it. And, uh, it, it, it was a really fun time for my career that that rise of Contra was something very, very special that a lot of fan, a lot of wrestlers, I don't think, you know, they won't get to experience things like that in their career. And I, I knew as it was happening that it was special. So I was very fortunate. Like as it was happening, I was like enjoying it. And, and, and it, it was a really, really fun ride on the way up. I, I really did uh, enjoy Contra unit. Not sure if uh, if it's you know ever coming back or anything like that, but you know, hey, I'm always uh, I'm always ready to to jump into that character again. You dropping oh. you dropping a, a gem right there because you know for those that do watch MLW, you know, there, there's no telling what happened with Contra. So you kind of leaked something. You know, you know, a little something. <laughs> so you you speak about your career a lot. But let's let's take a road down being an actual fan. I mean, because it always begins somewhere. You brought up a lot of legends, and they are they're going to tie into my final question a little bit later on because I just know where 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 you're headed mentally about that. But as a fan, what was the first match that you saw that really captured your attention and made you go, you know what, professional wrestling is it? I tell you, I know the exact moment. I um. I was on the back of my brother's motorcycle. I was three years old. I was barefooted and I burned my, my heel on the exhaust pipe. I ran mm. inside crying. And when I ran inside crying, uh, I ran past the TV and I saw this white flash. And I looked and it was Dusty Rhodes with a big afro. And he was mm -hmm. just spitting. And mm. I, it, was, it was 1977. I'm old, guys. It was mm -hmm. 1977. And my mom said that I looked at the TV and I just sat down. Yeah, I wasn't born yet. Saturday that I, I would I would try to get that that show on. And she she put it on for me. And then uh, she told my dad, hey, take them Monday night to, to wrestling. And right down the street from our house, 15 minutes away was championship wrestling from Florida at the West Palm Beach Auditorium every Monday wow. night. Walked in the door. Harley Race was the world's heavyweight champion. Uh, cool. Dusty Rhodes was there, Wahoo McDaniel, Steve mm -hmm. Kerr, Mike Graham, wow, Bubba man. Douglas, Sonny King, yeah. Brody, I mean, the Briscoes, the Funks, um, and that's what I grew up on. And I, every Monday night, pretty soon, they all knew me. It, I mean, they knew me so much that if I didn't come because I was sick or something, they'd tell me, where's Joey at? Where's he at? You know, they, everybody knew me. So I was running around the bowels of that building as, you know, a three, four, five-year-old kid. And uh, 
I guess I was kind of in the business. I was in the back running around and stuff. And, and, every, and, and you know, like Jimmy Garvin was there. He was super cool. Mm. Yeah, man, all those, all those old timers now, uh, they were young guys. Like Jimmy Garvin was probably early 20s, Steve Kern, same, mm. Mike Graham. And uh, yeah, and it was Eddie Graham's uh, um, championship wrestling from Florida, Gordon Soley. And uh, yeah, man, that was it. I was very, very fortunate. I lived in Florida and I, and I got to see that and, and I got to experience all that. And then being in Florida, I ended up being on shows with Mike Graham and Steve Kern and Kevin Sullivan. I wrestled Dusty Rhodes and, and Outlaw Ron Bass and, and all these guys. And then I went to Puerto Rico and the Bushwhackers and, and all these guys. And, and um, yeah, just all these old Florida, you know, championship wrestling from Florida guys I ended up you know, getting to be in a ring with a lot of them. So that was really cool for me. It'd be like, you know, if you were a baseball fan and you're, in, you know, you're sitting there, you know, in there with Mickey Mantle and I'm, that's old for you guys. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's like, you got, you got some years on us, but you only probably got about maybe 10 on me. And I like to pride myself as a third generation wrestling fan. So yeah. when I was introduced to it, I was taken back to a lot of the, everything that I missed before 85, 86, you know what I'm saying? And then yep. I was able to catch Same up thing. and keep up with it from there. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just a joy to hear you talk about some of your favorites because they were some of my favorites as well before I Same. even knew what a face was, what a heel was, what yeah, it was like. Yeah, yeah, that was the best yeah. time, man. Oh, my yeah. Oh, man, it was, it was, so, it was good. so wonderful. But right. in, in a day and age of where we are now, and especially, like, since you got started from then all the way up until now, you're – being a sheik is very, very, very controversial. Very controversial. And I know you've pushed the envelope so many times in many different ways. Have you ever received any death threats? And if so, how did you handle that? Yeah, I had a legit death threat on site. Um, I, I've been attacked like 15 times in, in, in the 2000 and. I was really on fire 2010, 11, 12, 13. And I was like, people were attacking me. They attacked me at one time. The Samoan guy tried to rip me out of the ring in Arizona. Another time I was in a, um, in a, a border town and I was wrestling Carlito in, uh, it was in Texas. Uh, oh man, I can't think of the name of the, of the, of the town right now. Uh, but anyway, uh, it was in Texas and, and, this guy just has, I, you know, you know, when, when you get the people in certain places and you get them to where they're boiling over and there's no security, you have to be very, very careful. So we went, we spilled to the outside. I'm just putting it on Carlito and I see this guy. So I, I see the fans are starting to spill over. So I'm like, okay. So I turn it around, let Carlito get up on me. They start getting happy and they start to settle down. Right. Well, this one guy, Carlito's got me in a headlock. I said, let's get back to the ring because I started to get nervous. Somebody was going to stab me or something. It was, it was pretty, pretty, uh, you know, it was pretty sketchy. And um, I saw this old guy coming. I'm like, ah, he's an old guy, you know, whatever. And he just beelined right towards me. And Carlito had me in a headlock. And I just knew this guy was coming towards me. And he just, boom, punched me right in the face. And he had a, he had a, a ring on, just split me right open. And uh, Carlito goes, you want me to let you go? And I was like, no, throw me in the rings. If I would have jumped on the guy, the whole crowd would have jumped on me. Um, another time I was in Chicago, I had a chair in my hand. A fan ripped it out of my hand. I turned it around and I literally had to beat him off me with the, with the chair. Uh -huh. um, 
yeah, it's been pretty sketchy. But this one time in particular with the death threat, um, I was, I believe it was New Mexico. And the guy, I came out and, and you know, you're on the road and you, you start to grow, man. You're on the road and you're fighting every night. You're, you're in planes, trains and automobiles and you're drinking beers and you just want to get home. You're a little ornery, you're whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm on whatever day, right? And I come out and this guy spits right in my face. And I mean, just in my mouth. I mean, spit in my face, in my mouth. So I looked, yeah, dude, it was, it was brutal, dude. And uh, so I just looked at him and I thought, well, what am I going to do? So I just looked at him and act like it didn't, didn't do nothing to me. So I go, that tastes just like pussy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. He lost his damn mind. Dang. He lost his damn mind. <laughs> so he, he went absolutely ape shit crazy. He just couldn't handle that, man. And he right. stormed the gate or, you know, stormed over the thing. And I shoved him down and, and it got physical. And he's like, I'm going to kill you like that. And I said, okay. And he went to the outside. Well, there was cops at the show. Thank God. And they mm-hmm. went and, and they went to the parking lot with him. The guy had a gun. They wrestled the gun out of his hand and they took the guy to jail. It was absolutely crazy. Um, the, it, it's nuts that, first of all, that you know people buy into it that much. I get it, man. You're you know, hey, screw you, this and that or whatever. That's cool, you know. But to spit in my mouth, like, and to attack me, it's like people go, they go nuts, man. They they go like when we were in Puerto Rico, they used to try to, they would they would uh, uh, open up a wire hanger, and when you'd go by, they try to stab you with the wire hanger. Or they throw what? dirty diapers at you, or they they would throw spark plugs at you, or or bottles, uh, frozen ice, you know, ice. Um, I'm sorry, you spit in my mouth. I'm slapping the hell out of you. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, no, there's no conversation. Like, yeah, fine. I've got a thing I'm slapping in my the hell out of you. Yeah, I got a thing in my. Well, I mean, and there was a bunch of them too. It wasn't like I was gonna, you know, I've got to pack a lunch. It wasn't like I was just gonna, you know, it, it was it was a bunch of big old guys. And, right. you know, and I was, I was there. I mean, I, I was, we were, we were going at it, but I mean, it, I'm just saying it, it wasn't like so simple. Like it was just some punk and you just smack him and he's down. It was like, it, we were going to fight. It was, it was going to be a big deal. So, um, but, but yeah, man, people, people yeah. go crazy, man. They'll, they'll, uh, they'll do some, some nutty stuff, but I don't understand. Like, do you think it's worse with you when you were coming up? Or do you feel like in the social media age when people have YouTube channels and social media accounts to make them more personal, do you feel like the level of crowd jumping into matches or crowds? Because half the dudes don't mean nothing that they see online. They, they would never say that stuff to your face. But do you, in your personal opinion, do you feel like that has increased since the time from when you started? Or has that just always been a, has always been a thing? We just don't see it as much. It's decreased in major cities where where okay. major cities are very liberal. It hasn't decreased in the deep south or in in third world countries or it, oh, it, it's situational. You know what I mean? It depends on the people and it depends on what their mentality is and it depends on your heat. So if you got some sort of heat that's extraordinary, um, you know, it depends on on if they feel compelled to to do something about it. You know, so it, it's really. I mean, if you're going to go to a show and in Los Angeles or Seattle or, you know, there's going to be people that are cool and everybody's there to have a good time and, and the fans are more in on it. 
and they're kind of celebrating wrestling. I'm still a wrestler that, I mean, in PCW, I'm the, you know, I, I gotta be a baby face there. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, in, in Contra unit, our first night in the building, they, they were throwing everything they had into the ring. There's video on, mm. online, you know, and, and when we got to the back, the booker goes, I haven't seen heat like that in 20 years. And it's just, right. that was really my, that was like my, my thing. Like, like a boxer has a, has a right hook. I just gravitated to heat. Like I was always, that was my thing. Like I could get heat no matter where I was. I, I just know how to push buttons a certain way. And I really know how to, how to play uh, the audience. I can move them up and down and left and right. And I can, I know how to play the audience like an instrument. And the guys today are phenomenal athletically, but they don't pay attention to their people. And they don't give mm -hmm. they don't give the people time to absorb anything that they've done. And look, I couldn't do half of this. I couldn't do probably ninety eight percent of the stuff that these guys do today. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't I don't you know I don't try to act like I could. But I think that if these guys would just let their let their you know sell for five seconds, just so the guy can go, oh my god, did you see that top rope drop kick? That's it. That's all they need is three seconds, four seconds, just so, just so they can revisit it in real time. And then when they go home in the car, the guys are going to talk, man, and, and, and that was awesome. Just so they remember, like, like the things we do, like if I'm wrestling homicide, like we're going to do something in that match that you're going to be like, what the hell? Like there's one thing in there and it's not crowded with a bunch of, a million other things to make you forget that one thing. There's a point. And um, it makes, to me, it makes people remember it more. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just less cluttered. You know, it's like, it's like if somebody gave you 500 gifts or they gave you one real meaningful gift, you're going to remember that one gift. You're not going to remember every one of those 500 gifts, you know? You would think more people would be less inclined to, um, I don't know, people just fake tough guys out here. But uh, you think people will be more or less inclined for the past couple of years with COVID? And with that question, um, I just want to ask you, how has COVID-19 impacted PCW Ultra and how has it uh, impacted your, your personal career or family? Well, um, it's impacted it tremendously, just like everybody else in the world. Um, yeah. uh, as far as PCW Ultra goes, it stopped us from running uh, in 2020 we ran our anniversary show and then we were coming back and we ended up having to cancel that show. We ended up the following year, 2021, we came back in October, you know, the dust had settled. Hey, we kind of, we we kind of put a show out in October just to be like, okay, let's make sure the dust is settled. We waited. Mm -hmm. We had a phenomenal show, man. Yeah, I mean, show was I, amazing. Yeah, it just went off really great. It was it was a wonderful show. The fans came out, showed their support, uh, good vibes inside, outside the ring. It, it was just great. Then we went to do it again, and boom, COVID again. You know, okay. our building okay. shut down till June. They're saying so. We're looking for a new building now. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, as far as well, I mean, we're still gonna run that building because I love that building. Um, but you know, if 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 they're not going to be around until, you know, halfway through next year, you know, and, and we're allowed to run wrestling, I want to run wrestling, you know, um, as right. long as it's safe for us and the fans, then yeah, why not? If it's not safe, then we won't do it. Um, 
but as far as you know my home life man it's 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 impacted everything my wife's a flight attendant so you know my wife's out there for what airline uh for alaska ha okay i work for uh, southwest i used to work for alaska Oh, I got two people. I got two of my best friends in Southwest. Yeah. My mom was, okay. was in Delta. So yeah, so I've been, I've been all up in in, in standby flying uh-huh. my whole life. Okay. Oh, so you have flying. to pay for your flight. Oh, I do. What? For wrestling, the, I always get my flights taken care of because I okay. can't standby to, to make a date. But, okay. but yeah, right. when I go when I go vacation and so that's why I vacation so much is because yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got we got benefits. Flying <laughs> hey. standby is affordable, but I for me personally, when I'm going vacation, I'm trying to get to where I'm going. When I get bumped like three flights, I'm upset. I'm pissed. Well, off. you gotta you gotta do it right. Like yeah, you, you gotta know been, what day been, and what time I've to fly been, out. Yeah, I've been I've been flying standby my whole life almost since I've been you know because my mom was flying my mom started delta in 84 so so you know i've I've flown stamps i've flown standby forever um but you got to check the load you gotta you know you gotta be smart about it you don't you don't want to just show up you gotta have a plan and it's always good to have a plan on other you know a lot of these uh airlines uh have co-chairs with other companies so you can hop on other planes you you just gotta be you gotta be you know, you got to know what you're doing and you got to have right. contacts inside and you got to be able to make stuff happen. But sometimes it can right. be rough. Like we, we flew to, uh, to Spain and then we were, we were going to come back from Spain on Iberia. And then we ended up going to Germany just so we could fly Lufthansa first class. So, so we, we went all the way from Germany home first class. It was dope. You know, well, and, if and I ever need to go to Alaska, I hit up your DM. Yeah. There you go, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, connections being made. I know you got to know about. how to network right. out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> networking. So, um, th- th- seeing how you know, you, you pretty much you say you know you open to any promotion right now, and uh, you already have a long list of like, whew, great opponents that you already have um that face. Have you you know really looked at the landscape nowadays? And if there's somebody that you would like to face. Um, I, I would probably say a dream match, but is there somebody that you would say, you know what, I want to get violent with that guy? Is, is, there, is, there, is there a couple of people or one person? The general? Great Muda. That's that's oh. it. Yes. Wow. Yeah. 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 If, I, if I could wrestle, I mean, and, and, and I had the Great Muda in and I didn't wrestle him. I should have, but I didn't uh, because. because I wanted to give I wanted to give the fans uh, him and Penta and 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 um and, yeah, as yeah, and so anyway, but but yeah, the great Muda, yeah, because I've I've worked with with, I mean, the the only legends that I haven't worked with have passed away, so I've worked with everybody that I ever, I mean, I've worked with Jake, I've worked with New Jack, I've worked with, you know, Dusty. Ooh, ooh, I've worked, you said New Jack, oh boy. Yeah, me, yeah, me and, yeah, that me was a violent time. It had that was yeah. a violent time. I was gonna say, man, New Jack, goodness. No, I, I was just about to ask. It, 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 I just got to know. Speak, speaking of Penta, I just need to know about how much time does it take for him to take off his glove and do their minute? Like, I just need to know yeah, about how much time. time man. He takes his time, brother. He takes his time. Yeah. I swear I call it all two or three minutes. You know, I, I, about like I, love, I love working with somebody like Penta because Penta's so over. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my job is halfway done. By the time I walk out there, it's all, I mean, 
he dude he sets a table and it's like boom the people are there so as a heel you want to work with baby faces that are over mm-hmm. you know it just makes mm-hmm. it it's 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 difficult like it's a lot harder for people to for for a wrestler to get people to like them than it is for a wrestler to get people to hate them you know it's a lot Why harder do you think that is because people on the people don't just go like anybody people are like that you know what i mean oh, well, fuck him what does he got you know fuck him i don't like that guy you know what i mean people are just like that so and and somebody walks out like come on it's lame already you know what i mean it's like unless <laughs> unless they're super cool like unless they're like they're you know they're yoked or the rock or there's something like that that you see them you're like god damn that dude you know it's it's, it's the old uh the baby faces uh the girls want to sleep with them the guys want to be them you know what i mean so if, if you're not yeah. like that and a lot of baby faces of the indies are not like that you know what i mean oh. so it's like the fans you know and over the last two decades you know the fans are gravitating towards the heels anyway you know the the problem with that is when you're a heel just like with country unit when, when you're a heel you gotta be a heel you can't yes. do cool shit like you can't do stuff to pop Man. you like 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 I never want to take away Jacob Fatu's moveset. So I would always tell Jacob and I would always tell promoters, I'd say, Jacob's is going to be a baby face no matter what. People are going to respond to him, but I keep the heat. So I keep the heat because people don't like me when I go out there. And I don't, I do stuff where it's very methodical. It's very dirty, you know, and it's, it's, it, it, it evokes a, you know, an emotion that, you know, these people want to, want to, you know, they want to shoot me. They want to spit on me. You know, throw dirty diapers on me. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Mo- mo- yeah, they want to spit in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Mo- I mean, moon, moon thoughting on a, moon thoughting on a man on a stretcher. I don't, that, that I think that can get, yeah, I, I, yeah, when man, I saw man. that, I said, Ooh, he's on a stretcher. That. I'll take credit for that. <laughs> 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 yeah. That is terrible. <laughs> Uh, weapon of choice. What is? But but do, real quick, real quick. Do, do you see what you just said? I don't think moon salted on somebody in a stretcher. See how we had to take that beautiful move that they pop with and put heat on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so you take that move that that people are going to respond to, and then you do it. You do something dirty with it, right? So mm, and, and you do something dirty with it. When was the last time you saw a wrestling match where somebody? moonsaulted through the, through the stretcher so so never, it's, mm-hmm. never, yeah, not yeah. only is it dirty but it's also very very unique and it wasn't done before like it might have been done somewhere before i'm not gonna you know you know it's something you know it's not like it's uh you know but i don't remember ever seeing it on tv i don't remember ever it's seeing it. yeah right. so so you try to do something very unique and then when you have something you have somebody like Jacob Fatu that people are going to be like, oh my God, this guy can do this. He can do that. Oh my God, he's a 300 pounder. Jump, 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 yeah. boom. Oh my God. And, and, yeah, it's over here now. and it's like, you got to dirty it up, man. You got to do something to make those people get mad at that moonsault because, you know, otherwise they're happy. So that's just a little, right. a little tidbit of, a, of an insider, you know, uh, mindset tour to getting heat on something that the people would, would normally love. Got you. Oh, man. Weapon of choice. What spike. what is it? Spike. A, you a, a, oh spike, 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 spike. Outside of the spike. Oh, no, it's a very obvious question. I'm I like, mean, it's this is spike, man. Oh yes. Spike. yes. Well, I always got it with me. Man, that's the crap out of me. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. in, in the, in the, in the, in the of your own home. 
the thing about the spike too is like uh you know you've seen abdullah you've seen yep. the original sheik and they're they're mm -hmm. spiking people and they're they're spiking yes. people spiking yes. people so i thought well what would be a way to to make it just way more brutal so i stick it in the mouth you know and it's it's like a mix of because i always thought the mandible claw was such a dirty move yeah i just thought yeah. it was such an evil move so i thought man if i get that spike and i stick it in somebody's mouth you know and i open them i fish hook them with the spike open their mouth mm -hmm. up it's just a great visual i mean and you see that in the in a photograph a guy's pouring blood you got a look on your face and you're ripping his face apart with the spike it's a it's a pretty cool visual Cool. Man, that's cool. Man. That's Ooh, hell of a reaction. Like that, that spike, I, it stops, like, man. scares me. But, it's just, um, yeah. yeah. It, it brings like, about, like, my, my, fear of, my fear of Abdullah the Butcher because it's just, like, as a kid, it's just, you see that bloody face and you see the fork and he's just, ah! Yeah, and, and, and he's so like, nasty. Like, yeah. he's so nasty. You're like, oh, like, yeah. you, like, you would want him to get the big titty wings on you. You're like, ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, he's just, he's scary, man. Yeah, he's so scary because he's just so yeah. gross and bloody and, and nuts. Right. You know, with oh. that big old goo goo yeah. Crazy, man. Oh, man. So, so like, hey, my, my just so you know, that's, that's going to be the new hashtag. Hashtag titty wings. That's going to be the new <laughs> hashtag. Titty wings. Right hashtag titty wings. Finisher. Um, this brings me to my last question. I usually ask every, every guest that we have on a Mount Rushmore question, and this is my Mount Rushmore question for you. I yes. need your personal favorite Mount Rushmore of terror, like top four most influential beings that has made you want to do what it is that you do. And I mean, like before the bell even rings, you see this matchup and you go, there will be blood there will be violence. Who are those top four for you? Top four, Bruiser Brody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mm, Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Stan Hansen. Ooh. Abdul That's... the Butcher. Stan Hansen is an interesting one. I like yeah. that, though. I like say, Stan say Hansen will knock your fucking head off, man. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I will never stand I was talking to Stan and I said, I said, man, I said, I said, he's like, is there anything you want me to do? I says, I'll, I'll, you know, if you give me that clothesline, I would love it. He's like, oh man, I can't do best way to I got a, I got a fake shoulder. I got this. I got that. He said, I offered him some money and he goes, I've been offered about 10 times the amount to do that. I would, you know, just the honor of it. And, Total yeah. mark out moment. I don't give a shit. Just watching Stan Hansen in the 90s in in uh all Japan pro wrestling. I mean, come on, man. In the 80s yeah. and not just 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 insanely realistic because yeah. it was another guy I really love that that doesn't get any any respect, but not on that four list. Is that have you ever seen Buzz Sawyer? Mm. Dude, you know what? Heard of, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> man. Yeah. Dude, look up Buzz Sawyer. He's wild. I'm going to have to do that in the daytime because I don't want to have to look that up and then have to go to sleep after that. <laughs> Might not get a good night's rest. It's, it's just terrible. But, oh, fantasy booking, real quick, since you gave me that Mount Rushmore. That Mount Rushmore plus yourself. How many quarts of blood do we get? Or should I say how many gallons? 
Oh, oh, I, I guess as many as, as as we don't die, you know. I don't know, but man, I, I, I was always taught, man, you don't bleed for nobody. And and an old veteran told me, he said, "Sheik, you bleed into them. Don't let them bleed into you." <laughs> hey, that's fine by me. Like I, I I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not big in mixing blood or none of that stuff. So right. if, if if they're ever like the match needs something, I'm like, I'll do it. I always feel safest if it's my blood. <laughs> I don't know. That's some janky old, you know, that's some janky logic, but hey, whatever, man. It, it makes Especially, you, know, hey, you never know. Good. Uh, you're right on that. We talked about Andy, NWA before with this heavyweight title. So July 2011, you get stripped. Yep. What for? Like, I've never understood that. Because at yeah. that time, you became the, correct me if I'm wrong, but at that time, you were like, what, number 44, or you became the 44th NWA World Heavyweight. Oh, I, I think it was like 80 something. I don't, 80 I don't something. know. Yeah, something like that. But, but it was, it was, it was, um, it was just dumb business. It was, it was a bunch of people. You see, the NWA at the time was operating as if it was a big deal and nobody was paying anybody's bills every day. So mm-hmm. when you're trying to make money, and you open up some things and you basically I was doing business for myself and they were doing business for themselves. And that's all it was. And, and they couldn't pay me to sit there and listen to them and be like, Oh yes, I'm going to do that. That makes sense. I'm going to make $150 and not make 5,000. Yeah. That's a good idea. You know, they were trying to strip me off of Japan tours and, you know, I was making money and, and, and I was doing good stuff. And, and, you know, um, there was a lot of, politics and a lot of dumb stuff that sucks about wrestling that's another reason why i love pcw ultra because it's it's drama free there's none of that crap there um yeah man it's just a bunch of people that think that see wrestling is a funny thing wins and losses don't mean anything to some respect um but when they affect your money they do mean something and treating people like they don't mean something when they do mean something uh steve austin didn't want to work with with brock lesnar and you know there's been other times where stan hansen dropped the belt and ran over it and uh there's been you know all types of bruiser brody was another one it's like when you are an independent wrestler and you have to make your bills and you have to make your shots and you got to make this thing work you got to make it work. You know what I mean? So when you're working with a company that thinks that they're the WWE and they're not paying you like the WWE and they think they own you and they try to make you make, they try to make decisions for you that don't make any sense. Right. Well, then you go, Hey, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, let's work here. And when there's no right. give on the other side and nobody wants to work together, it just implodes, you know? So I'm still here. You know, and 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 there are three regimes gone, like those people that were there at that time. And what they were doing at that time was absolutely silly. Like I took the belt to Japan for the first time in a decade. Like Whoa. so you were doing you were just making history with it, but they just they I was trying to like my thing was this is what I have, the NWA. So let me make this thing as rad as I can possibly make it. Let me let me do everything I can possibly do. With if you're gonna put the belt on me, let me do everything I can do to, to do something for the company. And they were like not into it, you know, and they and they were just like, Well, we don't we don't really care about what you're doing. We're and and when somebody's doing something, when somebody's an independent wrestler and they're 
you know, they're, they're basically going from booking to booking to booking. When you totally kick somebody in the nuts, you hurt their business. So yeah, it's like, you know, it's your, you know, you're trying to like ruin somebody's business because there's ego involved and there's, you know, there's politics involved. It's like, I'm just not the type of person that goes, oh, okay. I'm the type of person that goes, oh, fuck that. Right? No, that's stupid. Do what I want. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't like, I'll work with anybody and I won't just mm. do what I want to do. But I, but it's like, if it's not right, I'm, I want to at least have a discussion about it. I'm a man. I'm not like, right. I'm not just going to be like, oh, thank you. You're going to do this for me. You're going to do everything for me. I don't like the business doesn't owe me anything. I get that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm navigating through the business, I'm, I got, I'm looking out for myself, first of all, you know what I mean? Yep. So if you're trying to right. hurt my business, I'm just not going to do stuff like that. And them trying to hurt my business was very, very silly. Like they were very petty and they were, they were just being dumb about it. And, um, they owed me money that they didn't pay me. And there was a lot of just shadiness. They had shady insurance deals and all types. That's why that, that regime ended up falling because mm. they ended up getting sued for fault for mm. insurance fraud or something. I don't quote me on that. They, they got sued for something and, and, and they lost the NWA in the deal is what happened. So, wow. so whatever, it's like public record, whatever, whatever happened, happened, but whatever that was, um, it just shows their character. You know what I mean? So, and I'm still around and I, I do stuff that is completely on the up and up and there's a bunch of smiling faces and we're packed all the time. And you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it, it's a shame because I grew up watching the NWA and having the NWA belt, but the right. people I was working with at that time, they weren't Eddie Graham. You know what I mean? Oh, they weren't, oh, yeah. you know, they weren't you the NWA. They were still the same championship as the first man that you've ever seen in wrestling. How yep. special man. Yeah, that's dope. That's, was, man. that's why that's, that was, that's why was my question. Cause it's like, oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. It's it's like, uh, you know, it, having the freedom to do what I want and having the, uh, you know, the fact that I that I I did that. I know I main evented in Japan. I main evented in Australia and Mexico and Puerto Rico and Canada and all over the states and and worked with all these legends. Man, it's good, man. It's uh, you know, I'm 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 content. And and that's the best thing is to be. You know, because I'm in the twilight of my career in the ring, but man, I'm content. Like I did what I did. It's like I, I, you know, every, I, you know, I didn't think I was gonna get what I got when I started. I just thought, man, this is awesome. I'm in the business. I never thought, you know, that I would travel the world and and hold these championships and wrestle. You know, look at the other side of the ring and there's dusty roads. Come on, man. I didn't know that that was gonna happen in my life. Rocky Johnson, um, right. you know, guys guys like that, legends, you know, you know, I can go on, you know, on and on and on and on, but, but, but um, yeah, man, it's, it's a win, you know what I mean? And, you know, it, when, I, when I went to Puerto Rico, my wife was on vacation and she got stuck there because of 9-11. And mm. I, and I ended up being on the island and I met my wife there. So I met my wife through wrestling. So, you know, I just look at life that way, man. It's like all the positives, all the things that happened that, that were good about it. And the NWA was unfortunate. And at the end of the day, I would have done things exactly the same. Those guys, you know, I think they should be embarrassed. Um, I'm not embarrassed for the way I acted. Um, would I do it differently? No, you know, not at all. You know, it is, it's unfortunate that I didn't have that 
that long run with that belt. But to be honest, it wasn't it wasn't the same company anyway. Like I wanted to be at Eddie Graham's NWA. Like you know what I mean? Like I didn't want to be in some you know state fair in Ohio with thirty people. You know what I mean? I wanted to you know at that time when they were doing that, I was I was in you know sellouts in Cork and Hall. That's where I wanted to be. You know I wanted to be a a pro wrestler like like Terry Funk like Bruiser Brody. I didn't want to be a you know, some, some, you know, guy in front of, you know, 16 people, you know what I mean? So anyway, it is what it is. When it's all said and done, because you, you did say you're in the twilight part of your in-ring career. That's correct. With that being said, what do you, when, when people hear the name Sheik, what do you want that legacy to be? Believable. Just that, that they bought my bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, 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 that I suspended their disbelief, you know, that I, that I made them feel, you know, that I made them emote that they went home and talked about it, that they said, holy shit, did you see what that guy did? That, that, how did he do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I don't, I don't want to just, you know, I, I just want to carry on the legacy of the architects of this business. I want to carry on the same teachings that Eddie Graham told Dory Funk Sr. and told Kevin Sullivan and Kevin Sullivan told me. I just want to carry that on. I want to tell Alexander Hammerstone. I want to tell Jacob Fatu. I want to tell Myron Reed. I want to tell Alex Kane. I want to tell J.B. Dahl. I want to tell Viva Ben. I want to tell all these people what they told me. Because everything I learned in this business, somebody taught me. Every time I made a right turn, it was because somebody guided me and told me, hey, don't go left. There's, a, there, there's some bullshit under that rock, you know what I mean? And they taught me, you know, how to live on the road, how to make a living, how to be a professional wrestler. You know, it's a completely different business, but is it really, you know, it's still the same business. It's just, it's just, right. it's just, it's just a different package today. It's still, it's still professional wrestling and it's still storytelling. It's always going to be that, you know? And as soon as everybody learns that, athleticism with psychology just besides just besides psychology of a hurt wing or a hurt this storytelling psychology with athleticism where everything means something you don't just do something to do it out of context as soon as everybody realizes that because i can't do the athleticism but as soon as those guys meld it and and put them together the business is going to have another resurgence if that doesn't happen it's just going to be like watching bmx racing or watching people on skateboards looking at all their tricks and then the ufc is going to morph into professional wrestling because the ufc already brought promos into it so right. if the ufc is just like you know george hackenschmidt back in you know whatever the, the 40s or whatever and, and and they're just at that realm right now they're introducing promos and pretty soon if they don't already they're going to be like hey how about you win the first one and then i win the next one on the return and that's that's the way it's going to be if it's not already. Dude, you already low-key had it with Conor McGregor doing a promo yeah. with a broken leg on the floor. Yeah. I said, bro, you got a full broken leg. Dude, everything <laughs> behind that screen, everything behind that camera is a work. As soon as the world realizes that, everything behind the camera is a work. You know, and that Jake Paul is, is showing everybody. You know, it's all just... Ooh. You know, dude, that's just, it's all, it's a YouTuber going out there and making millions of dollars. And Kingston said him and CM Punk was real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he he said he doesn't respect him, don't like him, 
the, the and and if it's a money fight, it'll happen, man. And and it's just like Rocky. Rocky didn't realize Mickey was like, oh, they were all I, they weren't setups, but we gave you the ones. You know what I mean? That's how boxing right. is too. It's like they they manipulate it to oh, this guy has a great right hook. Oh, this guy's susceptible. He always gets knocked out to a right hook. Put them together. Boom. You know, it's like it's everything's manipulated. Definitely. Man, well, uh, just we just want to thank you, man. Thank you for keeping it real. Cause you yes, yes. you definitely you, you you said your goal is to for, for be believable, bruh. Yeah. You have done that and still doing that to this day. Oh, thank you guys, man. It's my pleasure. My pleasure for sure. Happy 100. Mo- hey, Hundo. Hey, look, we, we got violent for our 100. Shoot, I, I'm putting hey, this. Hey, I love it. Ultra. <laughs> yes, we are yes, always yes. family with you guys. Uh, I don't yes. know what it is that, that we're going to have to work about or talk yeah, we were about. supposed to be there for their there, but... event, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're going, going to be there. But then yeah. COVID shut it down, so, you know, we, we feel it. Yeah, I just want to go on record by saying this. COVID is a bald-headed hoe. But yes. anyway. <laughs> bald-headed. No edges. I'm I just saying, ball-headed <laughs> scallywag. That's a, it's ruining oh, everything. I got a meeting um, tomorrow at noon for a new building. So if that works out, I'm gonna check it out. A new building tomorrow. So mm-hmm. and then after that, if that ain't the one, we're gonna check out more. So we're we're gonna keep moving forward. Yeah. I, I, I oh. I'm hearing, I you know could be wrong, but I'm hearing from like some pretty important people that L.A. might shut down again at the end of the month. So. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because if you look at the uh let's look at the news outlets on Monday, they were yeah. saying the, the, the most recorded right cases in history of us yes. having this thing was like a million in a day. Mm-hmm. So the writing's there on the wall. It is unfortunately. Um keep my other back, back to DVDs and a lot of weed. Red cups and a lot of babies. A lot of babies. Nine months from now, we're gonna have triple the amount of people we have on this planet. I, I promise. Tell me, buddy. But yeah, and but that, definitely, that, that, RSM is definitely DW. Right. Yeah, we we pe- mm-hmm. I, I, you know, she. I can speak for all of us, man. Like after that show we went to in October, we became we became fans for life. Oh, thank you, man. You know, and we we rock. Just know we rock with for PCW Ultra all the time. All the I time. love hearing that, man. We, you know, the 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 thing from the beginning there was to bring to make independent wrestling like no other independent wrestling shows. To make it a fan experience that right. even for like the food, the beer, the the meet and greets, the the vendors, everything is just to make it make it cool, man. And and and. We've just been so lucky and fortunate that we just had so many people respond in a good way. But we've delivered, man. We've delivered in yes. a big way, man. Yes. And we, we put on great Definitely. shows. All the people involved uh, with that, man. I mean, just the fact that people get into the building on time. The show starts on time. It's, it's run from top to bottom the way it's supposed to be run. And that that's just our staff. Um, you know, I'm... I, I'm crazy and I need it a certain way and everybody just subscribes to it and they do it and they, they, they have faith in me and man, it works and I'm just happy and, and hopefully we can come back sooner than later. Yeah, I'm a talented man. I'm throwing it out there in the wind. If you ever need a special guest referee, a ring announcer, a manager, a commentator, 
I'll do the interviews the same. Oh, we shooting our shot. We shooting our shot. <laughs> I, I will even sacrifice my sand and be that fan plug and take a fireball from you. Just Ooh, whatever you need. What if a fan spits in your mouth, good. though? What are you going to do? I'm yeah, going to tell the fans, in your mouth. The COVID season going on. <laughs> the fans spit in your mouth. They spit their COVID in, their, in your mouth. What are you going to do? Yeah, I'm going to say it tastes like COVID. Say that again, Alex. It tastes like what? COVID pussy. It's a new variant. It's a new variant. It's COVID pussy. COVID. That's what they call it. Kabusi. 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 Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So while we add them in and, and um and in closing, man, how about just 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 let the people know, you know, how can they continue to support PCW, and also, you know, how how they can continue to follow you, and you know, the just just any anybody just connected to PCW, just just let them know. Yeah, man. So you could always support. You could you could donate. You could buy merch. You could do all that good stuff. You can go to pcwultra.com. Go to at PCW, uh, uh, at PCW Ultra on Twitter. There's a, a link tree with all types of stuff. There's there's uh, on demand. You could you could support by by uh, subscribing to our on demand. And I mean our our on demand is great. Muda, John Morrison, uh, uh, Rob Van Dam, Muda. Did I say great Muda already? Mick Foley, Man. Uh, James oh, wow. Strickland, Penta, Phoenix, Te- uh, Tessa, Tajiri. <laughs> To Jerry, you know, yeah. Well, we don't have to Jerry now, but yeah. But he'll be there. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna, oh, he gonna be there. He's gonna be there, man. So, like, just again, thank you, man. Thank you for raising some mayhem and violence with us, bro. And man, it look, you already know what we say. Catch us ringside where all the mayhem goes down. Man, that was a fire, fire interview, man. Again, thank you to Sheik, man. It ah, it's just a true honor just to talk to legends like that, man. And uh, shoot, you know, as, as we just go on, we got some wrestling to talk about, guys. It may not be too much. Not much. Yeah, not much <laughs> to talk about, much, but we, we, we got some. I mean, why are we, we even some. here? Like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it seemed like it was mostly a promo weekend, I guess. But, you know, that's what we got. Because, you know, we open up SmackDown. Let's just kick it off. And we have Roman coming out. You know, he... It kind of confused me a little bit. It kind of confused me a little bit because I'm like, <laughs> wasn't wasn't it if you caught COVID, you stayed for two weeks? No, they, they no, changed it to five days. Down to five days. So why? Did, okay, never mind. Okay, so that, that he was that too changed. busy getting COVID pussy. All right, all right, all right. Come Ghosted, 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 ghosted. He was eating them titty wings. <laughs> Roman came back oh. smacking the finger. Been gone for a week getting COVID pussy. Eating titty wings. Oh man. Forget, forget, forget this forget this custody battle in between Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. Don't talk that to was him. Stupid. Talk to him. It was say something like that was so stupid. And forget it all. Forget it all. The most important thing about this show was Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, can, can I throw this out there to y'all? Because I don't know if y'all read it. Um, I forgot where I read it at. I think it was Fightful that probably, I think, wrote the article. But they're saying that there's a rumor flying around that Seth's going to be Roman at Rumble. No, that's not a rumor. Oh, wait and a the reason minute. why is because Seth is going to take that belt back to Raw. And then at Mania, we're getting Brock 
so Seth's gonna take that belt to Raw. Brock's going to SmackDown, so they're switching. So Brock ain't gonna be no free agent no more. Did I mention I hate Brent supremacy? Wait, I'm I'm confused. Wait, wait. Brock's gonna face Roman and Mania for this for his belt. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. Seth is gonna take the title from Roman and take it to Raw. Take it to Raw to do what with? To swap the belts. To swap the belts. That makes absolutely no damn sense. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Cause it's because it's like cause then it's like what what gives Brock the cause cause most likely I, I feel Brock is gonna retain. So what gives Brock the yep. reason yep. to say, oh well, I'm gonna face you. You ain't got no belt, what but I'm gonna face do you. Simultaneously what? in all of that is that you tell everybody on Raw they're not legitimate. Yeah, they're, they're on SmackDown, they're not legitimate. You had to pull he- somebody from Raw to come to SmackDown. Which means you don't have faith or believe in your roster on SmackDown. No, no, no. Anybody would no, have a money no, match. No, no, I don't no, think no. it's that. Roman's face everybody that he can who face who on else, SmackDown. Who else? Who else? Who else? Everybody. They have big four big main events each year. Okay. SummerSlam. Right. Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Royal mm-hmm. Rumble mm-hmm. and WrestleMania. You're right. telling me on the big four who on the SmackDown roster right now can go with Roman? Nobody. Nobody. Because because everybody else. They have. He, 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 that's that's why baseball. Nobody. It's not big money for no. Rumble. Right. I see what he's saying know. though. Yeah. I see what he's saying because they and haven't they built tried nobody. They to play that angle seven months ago, right before Money in the Bank, when they had it teased like Seth and Roman was going to go at it go right before they had right. the draft. Right. 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 So I'm not mad at. The logic of, you know what, I would want to see that at Royal Rumble, but what I'm saying is, what I what I'm communicating is that it dismisses your SmackDown roster that you gotta pull somebody from Wait, wait, but how does it dismiss the roster though? No, it kinda do though. Be, be, no, I get what he's saying, no, but this it's is not, my problem. You have other champions that you're not promoting. Where's Shinsuke Nakamura? Where's it where's the intercontinental title? He's out with COVID. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Where's the intercontinental title? It's on Shinsuke. It's on Shinsuke. Okay, where have you where have you seen that on a pay per view in the past six months? Like for real, for real. Like like when he wasn't dancing. But 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 Steven, you already know they don't recognize their mid card titles for pay per views. The only time we ever see it defended. They did when the mid had it. Yep. I mean that it goes to show but, who has the belt. They have booked doing for who. Wait wait, but Steven, Steven, one more. Yeah, I get that. But who's the lead writers? Who's who's producing the shows? Who's in charge? Look at that. That's where it starts. Yeah. That's oh, I'm, what I'm, not, I'm not against that. I'm like, saying from, from an I got John Laurinaitis. Why would I want call if, if I'm a talent in WWE right now? Why would I want any of those titles? I'm not guaranteed any type of TV time. You don't put them on the pay-per-views. Nope. Hell, you don't even put some of your tag your tag team on there. Right. The women's tag team title is a joke. Mm-hmm. The only relevance it had was that first couple months when Sasha and Bailey had it. Mm-hmm. If you put it on yeah. the iconic. Yeah. Huh. Which because which could have been something. Could have been. Could have been. It should have been. And then they just. No, it because been. now they are. Yeah, it's for just like you let Roman, Look, just like you let Roman hold that title for over a year, mm-hmm. Sasha and Bailey should have held it because holding it for a while, like we know, brings legitimacy. Yep. Yep. That's true. Depending on who has it. And WWE doesn't create stars or tag teams anymore. They just throw people together yep. and call it yeah. a tag team match. That and it's just true. like, what the heck, bro? Yep. Well, I'll, I'll say. Like, mm, okay. I'm, okay. 
I'll say one. I'll say one more thing. I'll say one more thing because, and then we can move on from from SmackDown. Like I said, none none else was cool, none else was good or either talk worthy. But oh, oh, yeah. Charlotte not Knoxville. So she's gonna. Charlotte is basically pulling the Roman Reigns from a couple years ago. No, that's what confused me because she said nobody else did it, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, not Roman, not Roman. I'm sorry, wrong person. No, no. Brock was in the Royal Rumble a couple years ago. And, and he had the title. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. mean, but the thing Brock that she was said in the Royal Rumble that... with the belt. That's how him and um Drew McIntyre got, um, but that, got yeah, a, a match at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, because remember, it was yeah. the same rule. If if Brock loses, if Brock wins, he gets to pick his opponent. If Brock loses, then that's the opponent. That, or, or if, if no, Brock is. Whoever, whoever goes the last person on the top rope wins. Yeah. That was the Royal Rumble match. That's what happened at Royal Rumble prior to. Wait. Prior to. No. Here's nah. here's the thing with Charlotte. Roman, yes, Brock did do it, but I think Roman also did. It. Did Roman do it the year prior? There, there's a few. There's been a few champions who've entered the Royal Rumble, and sometimes they say why, sometimes they don't. But here's the thing mm. with Charlotte, though. I believe Sasha Banks is out with an injury for right. a cup. It, it looks and like that girl can never get on uh, like Royal months, Rumble. What the heck? Yeah. It looks like quite some time. And and my feeling is that maybe Sasha was supposed to win the Rumble and challenge Charlotte, but since what? Sasha is out. We'll have mm-hmm. Charlotte win and then kill as much time as possible until Char- until uh, Sasha is healthy. Then go, I want to face Sasha. And we're going to have saying? Sasha versus Charlotte uh, 25. That's great. Yeah. yeah. 25? Yeah, well, it, 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 that sounds accurate. 25 sounds good. I'm still annoyed at that feud from when Sasha won it a couple years ago and every other month they would flip flop. Yeah, so you've weren't. already Would's made you? me tired of seeing them two go at it. Thank Here's a question though: Would you rather have that match, or would you have rather have COVID pussy versus? I'd rather have Ronda Rousey come back and go against Becky Lynch or one of them. Huh? Hell, yeah. I'd yeah. rather have yeah. them go back and do yeah. better what they did with Ronda, uh, not Ronda, uh, with um, Rhea Ripley. They still screwed over. I don't care. Nobody said they screwed yeah. over. But we have yeah. lost. And she has not recovered. Look, you put her in a tag team with Nick, uh, uh Nikki Nick Cross. Yeah. She's probably yeah. on her way out next. I think okay? so. So we should yeah. have an episode where we talk about who's going to be the next five releases. Because mm-hmm. the way she Who's put next? That, they put that on national television. It's like, right. yeah, all right. The yeah. fact that Carmella and Zelina, uh, I can't Vega. even get the name. Yeah, right. Zelina Vega. No, it's Zelina. You right. Zelina Vega has the tag titles. It's like, yeah, y'all don't take that tag title seriously. Got you. So yeah, yeah well. so so yeah, so yeah. Go, go, if they were going. smart in NXT, they would be building legitimate tag, women's tag teams and building them up there because they barely yeah, got any sure. women up there in the first place. Yeah, sure. I don't know yeah. why I'm talking so passionately about this tonight. You know why? You know why? Because because we just talked about violence and there's a whole bunch of rampage on your Ain't mind. So how about we just that. go? I cannot stand WWE system. <laughs> <laughs> so how about we just move to AEW? Maybe that might be a little bit later. I don't think is no. up and down, and I'm saying it. Damn it, AEW is up and down, and it's like sometimes I'm between a hot and a hard place with these two companies. What I will give AEW is that I do not know what to expect every week, and I kind of like that, and I kind of don't. Uh, I like it because I'm not seeing the same thing over and over again, and you would expect that since they got too many people to put on television. And then with Raw, there's things that WWE that is better. Like from the production side, I think Raw is better. SmackDown what? is better. The best storyline going on right now in all of wrestling, all of wrestling, it's whatever Roman's doing. And that's starting to dry out. It is. Yep, it very is. much. It is. So my problem is, Roman having that title for all this time, 
you should be putting over your next big challenge. Wait, wait, wait. Which wait, I'm hoping wait, happens wait, at the Royal Rumble. They wait, bring up wait, somebody wait. from NXT or whatever because wait. you need to be putting somebody else over. We're tired of seeing Brock. Who he's going to face? Somebody we already seen the champion again? The only, I don't want to see Rollins as a champion again because his voice annoys the hell out of him. <laughs> Question. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to throw something out there. I'm going to throw something out there. Now, the reason why I actually believe the whole set thing is because they're waiting for Roman to break Brock's record. What record he, is that? He's a few days away. He's, he's lost only a few days. He's lost at WrestleMania already. No, 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 no. The amount of days of being champion. Yeah, they break Brock's record. Yeah, they already they, he, he, they already had him break the day after Huh? He's not too far off from it. He's I think at Rumble he breaks it. I think yeah, he would already have breaking it going into Rumble. Because yeah. I think yeah. it's like five hundred and seventeen days. It's fake. They they care. No, they care. Come on, yeah, they care. talking about the E. Yo, it, tell, it, it, tell, tell you what I care about. Bum, bum, you don't even know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even know. Tell me, Hook is special. Man. And what makes it even that much more special to me is Taz being on commentary and not showing any type of favoritism except in certain moments. Right. Yeah. I respect that. It's, 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 it's so, oh my God. Because he even told Jericho himself, he was like, oh yeah, Taz, you're a proud father and blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know, you know the feeling, but I ain't going to be corny right now. But right. you know when when Hook start hitting certain suplexes, that's just a mirror image of Taz and looks just as fluid. Oh my God, I can I cannot get enough of Hook. I love second generation, third generation, fourth generation wrestlers, right. especially if they're anything like who they come yeah. before or if oh, they're yeah. better. Hook is he? Oh, he's gonna have a great career if he Future stays champ. as fluid. Future world champ. As he, oh, Future world he's champ. Gonna be He's gonna yeah, get that like that TNT boxing title feels real he has. quick. Yeah, that boxing and look. Like if yeah, you look at him, he looks look, like a boxer. Yep. I like that. I, I don't know why it doesn't seem cheesy. It seems like his whole hey, Steven. I know you don't watch NXT, but I'll tell you this: Hook is doing. I don't care. Grayson... No, I don't care. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something: Hook is, is doing relevant? Grayson Waller tried. Oh, relevant? He is. He is. Never, but yeah, ever, ever, ever mention he... those two men in the same sentence <laughs> ever again. But you know, I, I, I think another thing is, is a dead brand, and Vince McMahon has done everything in his power to put, show put you. in, yeah, to put yeah, put he, the he make put, it buried he put alive. That nail in that coffin, man. Good, man. I, you know, I, I I honestly believe part of Triple H's health issues is the fact that he probably passed out and had a heart attack over the stress of all of this. Yeah, I think so. I do. All the Vince McMahon coming over, they try to compete with AEW. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they try to put NXT there because they thought they they I don't think they expected them to succeed. Triple H probably convinced Vince that he could. Um, I'm not sure what happened there, but I believe whatever issues there, um, mm-hmm. it, it's just it's it's just trash. Like I, I have no faith in this. I don't watch it. I don't know who's on there. The only thing that could possibly, like I said before, and I'll say this consistently, the only thing that would probably make me watch. Is if the Rock's daughter goes there? It's that's the question. If Simone Johnson goes to NXT, I'll watch it. Maybe just to see her career, but I doubt they put the Great One's daughter on that brand. I think she probably gets jump shot at the Raw like a Gable, Gable, Gable Stevenson. Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she gets like an AJ's. I I don't know. The only thing I say why I believe they would put 
Simone Johnson on NXT is because she's injury prone because this is her third knee surgery. I respect that. I respect that. Mm. I got a question. What just happened? What the hell is this intern TNT championship? And why is this the best decision to make at this moment? I've never heard of anything like this before. Does this mean that Sammy Guevara is a two-time TNT champion? Yes. That's why I'm asking the question, why is there an interim championship interim in the first place? Because Cody Cody had COVID. Hardcore violence match, yo! Oh my god, it was 
it was crazy, crazy good. Um, just just big up the TNA period. And speaking of impact, the um the the how how y'all feel about this forbidden door being open with WWE? And um, I mean, and impact. It was a last ditch effort because they don't have enough people on their roster. They don't have enough women that they have faith with, so they had to pull on somebody to make a little spike to keep themselves relevant in the media. Hey, we're but, helping the forbidden door with impact wrestling. Nobody cares about impact. Oh no, but but oh, but no, brother. I think that I think that is false right now because it because a lot of people are talking because <laughs> if 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 you notice now, impact under Scott Demore has now been through every part of a forbidden door. They've been through AEW. They've been through NWA. They have the promotions to make themselves relevant. Hey, but, 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 but hey, they've but been here for years. Everybody's willing to work with them. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's a good thing. Is it so much that they're willing to work with them, or that they're they're they're, they're needy of other people's help? No, but it's, see, it's so you much got that other companies actually giving that help though, when it never used to happen in the first place at all. So you, like, you just regardless of the relations being had by different companies, you have to appreciate that there's a relationship forming between rival companies to make us happy. And well, if you wanna... I, I would say I'm holding my breath until after Roy Rumble because I feel like this was just like. Yeah, she ain't winning. I, I feel like this no, is just something is, that they're doing because they don't have enough women on their roster to death that are legitimate. And and they even mentioned Impact by name. Exactly. Impact, which that, is that, something WWE never does. And not, ever. and not even just that, but they did something that AEW couldn't do and really elevated one of Impact's champions and championships by just mentioning how great of a champion she is. They AEW, I mean, AEW didn't do that when it came to the um, Impact Championship. They they look they they pretty much ished on the whole shitted on the whole championship shit during on. the match. Yeah, but you had WWE during after all that. Question question. Here's my thing. This is legitimately happening. Do you want to see Roman versus Moose? No, sure. no. Why not? Thank you. Sure. Because I'm I don't buy. You, his, I don't buy. I don't buy his promos. He does. He isn't a good talker. Ooh. Who isn't a good talker? Moose. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm being honest. I don't hold back just because he's black. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep he's going. not a good talker. Keep going. He got a body, but that's about it. Ooh, uh, come on. Keep going. He's uh, a black wrestling statue. What else are we gonna? What? I mean, that's why. But see, good. that's why he's, nice his tag name he's makes good sense. on a poster. Nice to look at. <laughs> it uh-huh. sounds like you know. It sounds like you said he's good out of a toaster. Promos, and that I too. Sound like this, and I'm in your face, and I'm gonna spear you when you. He's WWE version of Mike Tyson. What else we got for him? A, a, a deeper <laughs> lift. A deeper lift. A deeper lift. I ain't. A, I, I ain't that you, tall. You are Mitch Cardona. My 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 head ain't that bald. I I can't channel it the way that. Can I, I be petty? Yes, yes, you may. Go ahead. Yes, you may. Can I be petty? Go paranormal activity on them, Ghost. Go ahead. Can I? Can I? Can I be petty? Maybe this will get us some 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 smoke, some traction. Probably one of the worst interviews that we've had on this uh, podcast. Am I correct? Yikes! Yikes! Yikes. I mean, when I got somebody on air and they're watching a basketball game and not even giving us the respect of making eye contact. Yeah, I have a problem with you. Now, let's yeah. just say none of this existed. Will my opinion change? No, because no. I've watched you on 
YouTube, which is probably the only place I'll be able to find you, um, is because um, I watch you and yeah, I'm not impressed. So I wouldn't want to see, I mean, it'd probably be cool too, but nobody would know who you are. And you would get buried just like Booker T did when he joined on WWE. Tell me. You didn't what do you mean he got me? buried? Uh, there are people that feel like he got buried when they, he did the whole, no, it doesn't matter what your name is, segment when he first came to it. Uh, WWE. Well, I mean, he still made a name for himself, though. He, he did like, make a name a for name, himself, man. but what did he do after that? King Booker? Booker! Yeah. Hey, I like King Booker. I, I will say that. It was very entertaining. What very did he do before that? Be Booker, Booker T. Booker T. Okay, how long ago? Well, it's been a bit, man. I mean... Exactly. Been like, I mean, like, and... The most, memorable, the most memorable thing that Booker T did decade, prior right? to that, the most memorable thing that Booker T prior, did prior to that was when he was in the in the, in, in the ring with Triple H. What about this whole Stone Cold storyline? Was that, that post was, or pre Triple H? Was that post that or pre Triple H? You'll never forget the grocery store beatdown ever. That's what nobody I'm will saying, ever think, forget. That's what I'm saying. That. I believe that, I was, was, that was was that before or after? I think that was before Triple H. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying after Triple H, what, what do you remember him doing? I mean, but hey, he I talks had, about getting buried in that T. situation. I love Booker T. His his promo against Hulk Hogan is by far one of my top ten wrestling <laughs> promos of all time. But, like, look, I I don't care if you say he's ashamed of it. I loved it. Every so bit. So let's get let's not get off track. Let's go. I, I'm ending this with me. <laughs> yes. I don't want to see that. Nope. And if he has a problem with what I said, he can meet me and we can talk about it on this podcast. Uh, he ain't meeting nobody nowhere. Yeah. You got yeah, you know. Yeah, we, they, they, yeah, he he ain't he ain't gonna he ain't gonna come. He probably probably still gonna be stuck watching the game in the first place. Yep. Uh, they you know. ain't careful impact on some of the same fate Ring of Honor just did. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Well, I mean, but maybe that's why yeah, they, that's why no. this deal is happening with E. I think that's why this partnership is happening, because they know their ship is sinking and yeah. You know. I mean, I, I think if NWA if is another one. Ooh, go you So if you're not on TV, you, you're not getting sponsored wow. for real. What are you going to be able to do with COVID? If they look, look, bro, if they shut, let's let's just go there. If there's another lockdown, not only churches going to get shut down, the restaurants, some of these wrestling promotions are going to go under. Under where are you going to go? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do, baby? At this <laughs> point. <laughs> At this point, what a troll. At this point, <laughs> at this point, all you have to do is be a trainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because who wants to go back to wrestling after it's unstable with lockdown again? Yeah. Yeah. You're not on tele- you're not on television. If you are, you're not on it consistently enough, like AEW or Raw to keep yourself afloat with sponsorships or TV deals. So how are you gonna maintain? That's why I say NXT UK within a year or so will be no more. Man, don't say that. Hey, look, hey, look, uh, I'm I'm kind of scared hey, of no, that no, too. No, no, cause... no, 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 no. If 205 is still around and main event and main event is still around, NXT UK is fine. No, because Loki, they they still do need shows for Peacock to to just go weekly, and and that, that's one of their shows. Show, how often do they show NXT UK on Peacock? Every week, every know. Thursday at twelve o'clock. And yeah. who's watching? I the only reason the only reason why that is NXT UK is relevant on those on that streaming app is because it's 
being carried by all the other products. Dude, it's part of their package. Nobody's really watching this UK. Well, no, well, they might. They'll watch okay, NXT. They'll watch the NXT then. before they watch NXT UK. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm I might be the exception too, especially right now since the whole change of of NXT. Now they call it 2.0. NXT UK is the closest thing we got to original Black. Who and gold. built? That's what I'm let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Who built NXT UK? Who is part of that? Well, of course, Triple H reached out. Okay, and everything that Triple H has touched has done what? Gone to the crap. Gone away. That, that's not his fault, though. No, no, it's we're not, not saying it's his fault. fault. They're making this fault. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't got the power stupid. for it to. Yeah, well. Yeah, no, you got a point. Got a point. It's so, taking the point. I mean, wait, 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 wait. I got a question. If they're gonna cut, if they're not, if they're gonna cut back on a, a hundred plus of their own main roster talent, what makes you think they're gonna do that for somebody that they don't see regularly on television like that? When was the last time you saw anybody from NXT UK on? A Royal Rumble, a Survivor Series, a, Smack, a SmackDown. That's one buried, out of a roster of how many in the UK? Now, no, I know got buried, though. would believe or assume that because I think the only WWE is the only really the major territory over there in the UK, but they are giving away, they're cutting back on everything. They Look what they just did to the NFT Performance Center. Mm-hmm. What makes uh-huh. you think they're not going to cut back on NXT UK? They just cut back on the road dog and William Regal. After that, anybody's fair game. And if you yeah. brought the NXT UK champion over the main television right now, no, barely anybody would know who he was. Or so who she was. They, 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 they did it twice already. Huh? They've done it twice already. With when? With Ilya Dragunov. He's been on NXT like at least two or three times already. He's facing no, 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 no. Raw or SmackDown? Oh, no, that, no, that hasn't happened. Hasn't happened yet. Yes, it has. No. Not going to. When was the last time you saw the NXT champion outside Karrion of Cross. Kevin Owens? Karrion Cross. Karrion, he didn't, yeah, he, he didn't bring the belt up, so he don't matter. They let us no, know. He they no, let he us know. No, no, he was wearing the belt. No, he, no, he, no, he came up with still the belt. He was still he champ. He were, but they let us know that he was irrelevant. Yeah, they did. That belt was irrelevant. And, yeah. and, they, and then they didn't even let Champa on TV. They had him mask him. No, and they made him, it, but, yeah. and made, they made him do whack stuff to to uh, prove a point, which is why, to be honest with you, I believe they were hoping that some of these talents walked away. Right. They, they thought that, you know what? Instead of having to let you go, you're going to ask to be let go. You're going to ask yeah. to let your contract expire. They knew right. that. Not right. dumb. No, they're right. They're right. There's less yeah. money. Scotty Tuhati, who worked for WWE, now as a wrestler, said, I quit because I know how many other people quit because they saw the writing on the wall. Hey man, you, w, you're right. Vince McMahon uh-huh. is no different than any other CEO in this country over the past two years that have been selling their companies to step away from them. Uh, yeah, you're right, man. When the pandemic hit, that year was the year where the most CEOs were stepping down from their position. True. True. Why would Vince be trying to shed light? He initially was shedding all of his talent, buying all of this talent because they claim AEW wasn't a, uh, a competition. And maybe they didn't see him as competition, but we're damn sure not going to give you competition. Right. Right. Why do you think um, uh, Kevin Owens is still with WWE? They paid him. Yeah. And, you, and you, he even said that. And you know, money look, is money. They're afraid, money but that money. goes to show you that this whole lie about AEW not being competition is bull. 
But who said who said AEW was never competition? Vince man is on the record. Himself. Saying that. Uh, well, and that's true. And, and, and competition like they liar. Some of WWE was new. Batista, Batista, and several others don't think so. Neither. Are any of them relevant right now and in the business? Batista is very much relevant. In the movies, in movies now, yeah, but, but he has more he, he has more viewership than that, so he's definitely relevant. Now, if this was uh JR uh J, uh God Jerry Lawler, yeah, okay, Jerry. Yeah, this just say in Marvel movies, yes, he's relevant. He's a, he, I mean, yeah, in a different atmosphere. I mean, but it, since he still has wrestling ties, yes. Whatever he says, wrestling wise, everybody's going to be on it. But it—it's not to me. It's not relevant unless you're still in the business, making a difference in that realm. Okay, and that's Look, the case. Vince is on record saying they're not—they're not a threat. They're whatever. And he's a liar. Well, I mean. He's not really lying. If you look at their numbers on Raw and SmackDown, they still higher at times. The only thing, the that, only thing is that, that need a moving. Why do you think Roman Reigns has a needle mover shirt on? Here's where the difference because, is. Because they 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 try they're trying to um one 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 because AEW. They no, not 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 just AEW, not just not just AEW, because with that they they like, same reason why they had him hold the belt for so long. They were trying to troll and try to get better than punk. And when they got mad that punk left. And not just left, but not come back, and then do what he do for AEW. They're like, okay, we're gonna have him beat your long, your longest reign. Then they're gonna have him. Then, then we're gonna give him the title of the real needle mover when they know that was the title of CM Punk all the time. Cause look, we look, we we can go on down a long list. I mean, the Chris Jericho WCW list on why WWE sucking. You know what? We can do that on next episode. But right now, for y'all, we gonna have to close out. Cause this, look, look, look here. Cause, whew. Look, this this gonna go on and on and look. I know, I know, y'all, y'all, y'all probably need to get some sleep or wake up, whichever one it is. But look, we gonna catch y'all next episode. Stay tuned. And again, y'all, as you see, that's a whole bunch of mayhem. We just had a, uh, had a paranormal activity moment with, with a homie ghost right now. So <laughs> tune in, stay tuned, and just catch us ringside because you already know the mayhem goes down every single time. Oh. Hell yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, hit us up on our website at tssaw.com or, you know, go to our email at ringsidemayhem7 at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook at SSAW and we'll see you there.